Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Today on the newscast, Israel strikes Hezbollah near Damascus and the Iran-backed Houthi rebels attempt yet another attack against the United Arab Emirates. Get all the breaking details next. Folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. It's been a bit quiet recently on the Syria front, which, if you watch the newscast on a regular basis, is pretty surprising. We've talked a bunch here over the past few months about Israel carrying out airstrikes in Syria against Iran and its terror proxy Hezbollah. Well, this morning, things heated back up once again. Monday, January 31st, early morning. Israel reportedly carried out airstrikes against a Hezbollah military outpost and a Hezbollah weapons depot near the Syrian capital of Damascus. So again, things are now heating up once again. Here is what we know so far. Number one, from Syrian state media, the regime-controlled media of Bashar al-Assad, they are saying that Syria intercepted a barrage of Israeli missiles. They are saying that the attack was unsuccessful, although it did, quote, cause some material damage uh, in their words. But they are kind of uh, portraying this as a triumph for the Syrian regime and that the Israeli attack was thwarted. That is their view. Uh, The second view is coming from Syrian opposition groups who are saying they're not sure if there were any casualties, but that missiles did indeed get through, some fires were caused, and the big question is, what exactly was Israel targeting? We know, obviously, this went down once again near the Syrian capital of Damascus, where we have seen frequent Israeli strikes uh, over the past few years, but to my mind, the main goal of Israel in Syria, bar none, is to stop the flow of those precision-guided missiles, or PGMs for short, which are transiting, courtesy of the Iranian regime, through Syria, into southern Lebanon, into the hands of Hezbollah. Not only that, Hezbollah and Iran would love to move some of those precision-guided missiles to the Syria-Israel border along the Golan Heights. So the vast majority of Israeli airstrikes over the past few years, and certainly over the past several months, have been targeting PGM parts. Uh, What Iran, what Hezbollah, what they are doing is they are transiting the parts for these precision-guided missiles through Syria, and then they can be assembled at a later date by Hezbollah, and they will build a fully intact precision-guided missile. You might say, what's the big deal with PGMs? Why is Israel so determined to stop their flow and stop them from getting into the hands of Hezbollah? Well, I've interviewed uh, Israeli Defense Forces officials over the years, folks, and they say next to Iran's nuclear program, the PGM threat is the biggest threat that Israel faces. These are precision-guided. They will hit the target, and there are a host of targets within Israel. A tiny nation, just a reminder, by the way, the size of the state of New Jersey, 
So needless to say, Israel cannot have a sworn enemy that is committed to its destruction wielding weapons like that on Israel's northern border. Last week, I believe it was on Monday, January 24th newscast. You can check it out here in our archives. And while you're there, be sure to subscribe and click the notification bell so you get alerts every time a new video is posted. Hey, we're here on YouTube every, every day, Monday through Friday on a daily basis, and sometimes on the weekends if news breaks. But we reported last Monday that the Russian regime of Vladimir Putin and the Syrian regime of Bashar al-Assad, fighter jets from both countries, were conducting joint patrols over all of Syria's borders last Monday, again, January 24th, and that includes Syria's border with Israel. Yes, Russian and Syrian fighter jets were patrolling side by side near Israel's Golan Heights. Obviously, this raised many red flags in Jerusalem, especially because after this joint military patrol, Russia was saying, hey, we're going to do this now on a regular basis with our Syrian comrades. Uh, now, Israel very concerned and saying, what does this mean? If you're patrolling near our Golan Heights, will we, Israel, still have freedom of movement to take out these Iranian and Hezbollah weapons shipments like we've been doing over the past several years in Syria? Would a stronger Russian presence restrain Israel's freedom to operate in Syria, which again is obviously crucial for the defense of the state of Israel to prevent those game-changing weapons, in particular those precision-guided missiles? Is Russia looking to suddenly stand in the way of that? That has been the big question over the past several months since Naftali Bennett, the new Israeli prime minister, took office. Remember, he visited with Vladimir Putin back in late October in Sochi on the Black Sea, Vladimir Putin's home there. By all accounts, it was a very productive meeting where Putin essentially gave Bennett the green light to continue doing what Israel needs to do inside Syria. And over the past few months, since that October meeting between Bennett and Putin, we've seen Israel do exactly that, carrying out several strikes in Syria against Iranian and Hezbollah assets. And when we are talking about Damascus, the most popular topic, perhaps, in addition to the War of Gog and Magog, as laid out in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 38-39, the most popular topic on our weekly live streams here on the newscast is Isaiah 17, which talks about the demise, that's a kind way of putting it, of the Syrian capital Damascus. So every time something happens in and around Damascus, our viewers get very interested uh, in a prophetic sense. We'll discuss this more this Wednesday, which I believe is February 2nd. February is here already, hard to believe, on a Watchman Newscast live stream between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Time right here on our YouTube channel. Be sure to join us and bring your questions for our Q&A session. We're going live for a solid hour. We'll have a lot of fun, so join us and bring those questions. We did not have a newscast like we usually would the previous two Wednesdays because I was on the road, but I am back this Wednesday, so be there with us. It's going to be good. One more thing to mention before we go. We're talking about Iran's proxies and missiles. Well, Yesterday, busy week, right? Busy week already. Yesterday, Sunday, January 30th, we had another attempted Houthi missile attack 
against the United Arab Emirates. Now, over the past month or so, the past few weeks, we've seen two. One attempt was successful. Those Yemen-based, Iran-backed Houthi rebels, uh, rebels with a drone and ballistic missile attack against the capital of the UAE, Abu Dhabi, a few weeks back. Three people were killed. Last week, a missile fired by the Houthis was intercepted by UAE air defenses. And the same thing happened, thankfully, yesterday. A ballistic missile launched by the Houthis in Yemen, intercepted by the United Arab Emirates. But the timing was very interesting, folks, of this latest Houthi attack on the UAE. Isaac Herzog, who is the president of Israel, is in the UAE right now. He was there over the weekend for an historic visit to that country. Remember, the UAE and Israel Abraham Accords partners. He was meeting with the crown prince of the UAE and other top officials there. So probably not a coincidence that the Iran-backed Houthi rebels decided to send a missile as the president of Israel was visiting the UAE. Again, thankfully, that attack was unsuccessful, but we're clearly seeing the UAE now becoming a front. This is three attacks in the past few weeks. Saudi Arabia is clearly a front in that Houthi-Iran proxy war raging throughout the region. More and more now, UAE, another Arab Gulf nation, is becoming a front in this proxy war, which is due, I'm certainly in part to the UAE incredibly warm relationship between the UAE and Israel that just seems to grow and grow. Remember, no matter what happens, the God of Israel neither slumbers nor sleeps, and the world's most pivotal and strategic region is once again coming to the forefront as we are in these latter days of world history. Hey, thanks so much for joining us here today on the Watchman Newscast. Until tomorrow, God bless you, and remember, never hold your peace.